throughout the season of Lent, we read a lot from John's Gospel, especially his Last Supper discourse, which is about three chapters in which he just explains kind of his last will and testament to his disciples. You know, in the other three Gospels, we hear how the Last Supper was instituted, but we don't hear what happened at the Last Supper. And John's Gospel kind of covers that territory, if you will, about what Jesus said after he instituted the Eucharist. And time and time and time again, you guys, it comes back to him saying, unless you remain in me, you, you have no life. And he's saying this at the Eucharistic feast, the first mass. He's saying, this is where you most effectively remain in me. And I in you. He even uses an image that is so powerful. He says we are like, he is the vine and we are the branches. And he says something that to me, like, I don't, you know, it should strike you. This gospel should strike you deeply. And if it didn't, you're not listening, I don't think. Because he says, apart from me, you can do nothing. You have no life in you. And for a long time, I wondered, what does he mean by that? Because I do a lot of stuff apart from him. And I started to think about it. And then, and you know, and the other part is, you have no life within you. And I was like, well, I'm living. What is he talking about? I think what he's talking about is, number one, you have no eternal life within you. And apart from him, you can do nothing about that. You can do nothing about your eternal destiny apart from him. He has to be in you for you to have eternal life. Yeah, you can have your life here. That's fine. And most of the stuff you do apart from Him is pretty worthless. Pretty pointless. A lot of the things that we do apart from Him mostly are our sin. <laughs> but if we don't remain in Him, He can't remain in us. He wants to remain in us, but He can't remain in us. And so He tells us, you have to remain in Me in the Eucharist. That's where you get your spiritual life from. And you can say, well, I don't, you know, I get bored at the homilies. I don't like the music. It's too early. There's all types of stuff that comes up. You know what? Who cares? Get over it. This is not about entertainment. I'm not here to entertain you. Our musicians... God bless them, but they're not here to entertain you. You are here for that, and that's it. That's why we come to Mass. And you can come up with any kind of, any kind of excuses you want. I can have excuses too. I got up this morning, I was tired. I was tired, fell asleep in my chair trying to pray. But the reason I come here and the reason I go to Mass, the reason I love the Mass is because Jesus told me i got to do it. He told all of us, do this in remembrance of me. Do we take Him seriously? You know, I've noticed in the modern day and age that there is this push. You know, there are so many diet plans. Have you noticed this? 
I, every time you turn on the TV, there's a new diet planner. There's a new thing up here. There's a new thing there. There's dietitians. There's doctors that tell us what to do. And we try to follow this stuff religiously. You know, if I went to the doctor, and I'm a bit of a hypochondriac. I've told you that. You know, I thought I had, like, I, I have spine issues, but then I remembered yesterday I lifted, and that's probably why I'm sore this morning. But if I go to the doctor and the doctor tells me to do this, this, and this, I follow it. I have no questions. Because I know that the doctor knows how to get, make me better. You know, if the doctor came to me and he said, okay, well, here's the deal. You have uh, bronchitis, and here's your prescription drug. You've got to take it twice a day for two weeks. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I walk out and I'm like, ah, I'll take it once a week for five weeks. See what happens. Well, it's not going to work. The doctor's given a prescription. Jesus has given a prescription. He's, he's told us how to heal the sickness within us and how to get his life within us so that we can live with him forever. They call him over and over and over again the divine physician. But you, will you listen to him? We listen to these dietary people like crazy too. We will do all types of stuff pr to preserve our physical health. We will change things. We will change our diet. We will, we will exercise. We will make time to exercise because if we don't, we're going to die. If we don't, we're going to get out of shape. If we don't, we won't feel good. We won't be healthy. And so we change our schedules to make sure that everything revolves around that workout or around my dietary plan, or around whatever sickness I have. But how many things do you change? How many things do you change to make sure that your spiritual life is intact, remains? Change all types of things for our physical life to maintain health. But will we change things in our regular life to maintain spiritual health? Because if we don't, we can't expect to remain in Him and He to remain in us. Because we don't want Him there. You guys, I pray, I pray that we have a deep conviction and a deep understanding that in order for Jesus Christ's life to remain in us, we must seek it out in three concrete ways. One, the Mass. Two, daily prayer. And three, confession. Those are the three ways that He most effectively remains within us. And you know what's really cool? It kind of matches up to a diet plan. What you eat. You get that 45 minutes of cardio, you got that 45 minutes of sitting in the pew, right in front of him. And confession is taking care of the psychological stuff. It's like going to a psychiatrist. You have mental health, physical health, and spiritual health. It follows the same path. Why do we think the spiritual life is any different than the physical life? We can just do whatever in the spiritual life and be okay? Try doing whatever you want in the physical life and see how okay you are. You ever read that story about the guy that tried to eat McDonald's foods for, for a month? And he had to quit because he was going to die. He was going to die. 
We can't just do whatever we want. We got to maintain. We got to protect. We got to take care of our physical bodies, just like we have to take care of our spiritual souls. You guys, today in the Eucharist, I want you as you come forward just to simply say this Jesus, Jesus, increase my faith. Increase my faith that I may take you as serious as I take my body. Because in this day and age, man, it's all about keeping the health of the body. But what about the health of the soul? Don't forget about that.